today on the program. Andrew, don't fart. We'll never find you again. It's Chronicle. Welcome to the Rewatch Party. I'm your host, Nick. Joining me, as always, are the balls to my backyard magic tricks. Close and Brandon, how are you guys doing? This is a movie about Andrew, Matt, and Steve. And it's not just a list of things oh my done in the past, <laughs> but it's also a chronicling of our rise to power. I guess it is. Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> movie about those three. <laughs> nice cutting job there. That was great. <laughs> I did that lane in bed. Seamless. Seamless. <laughs> That's funny. That's the kind so, of comedy you're going to get here on the rewatch. On the rewatch, part. yeah. Subscribe to our Patreon. We don't have anything there yet. Just give us money. Yeah, yeah. we could do <laughs> Or you know, give it if you don't like our show and you think we need better comedy. Yeah, give, give us it, some more money so we can take some comedy lessons. Yeah, hire writers, or we can just hire writers. Yeah, yeah. My mom will hire me. you. <laughs> ah. My mom won't let me come home until I make a million dollars. No. Yeah. (laughs) Gonna be gone a long time if you're waiting on podcast money. Yeah. Today we are talking about Chronicle. That's right. Year of our Lord 2012. That's right. It's supposed to be the uh, end of the world. Yeah. I think I remember seeing this movie like when it came out in that around that time. 2012, 2013. I saw it in theaters. I went to theaters for this. Uh, you no, actually paid money. I actually paid. My older brother, his wife, and my cousin were out visiting me in L.A. Oh. And I don't know why. All the things to do in L.A. And we're like, let's go to a movie. And I want to see it was my cousin who said, let's go see the Chronicle movie. I'd, I'd never even heard the title. I had no fucking idea what it was about. Like, all right, whatever. Um, it, was, it was pretty cool, you know. And then every time we were driving anywhere in L.A., we were always like trying to move traffic. Chronicle. Chronicle. Waving our hands. Trying to chronicle traffic out of our way. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that. But yeah. this is directed by a guy named Josh Trank. Yes. I've heard of him. Yeah? Yes. He's a good guy. A uh, little yeah. weird. Yeah. But, uh, you know, oh, not not as him as a director, but just like you've heard about him personally. Oh, yeah, sure. Like from the block, you know. Yeah, you know, he's, uh, what's his name from the block? Trey from the block? Trank. Trank from the block. Good guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, smells, but yeah, he's cool. Carrying around random syringes and stuff. Huh? Yeah, you know, he had key, lots of keys. Mm. And like whenever he walked, it would you jingle, hear him? jingle. We called him Mister Jingles, actually. Mister Jingles. Yeah. Mister Bojangles. Mister, no, no, no. See, no. we didn't like that. We well, <laughs> it evolved from Bojangles to just Mister Jangles. Yeah. Because he Jingles. also had like like he wore really high shorts and he had like long balls. So oh. like the jingles meant two things. Gotcha. Yeah. Sounds like a weird dude. I wonder how he got into directing movies. Oh, wait, no, that wasn't him. That was my other friend. Never mind. <laughs> Wrong guy. Wrong guy. All right. So, uh, again, that's the comedy you get here. Yeah. At rewatch party. Josh Trank also directed Capone. Okay. This movie recently, Capone with our boy Tom Hardy. Okay. He did the latest of those many Fantastic Four reboots that nobody gives a shit about and they just keep fucking spitting out at us. 
Fantastic Four sucks. Yeah, why do we get? Why do we keep getting Fantastic Four? Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, do about Fantastic no, Four. They never reveal if the thing has a fucking rock dong or not. So who cares? Never. Until you answer that. Also, with the Human Torch, he's got a little baby torch down there. You know what I'm saying? Please tell us. And what happens if you're fucking Mrs. Invisible? Do you just see your own dick? Like she's just invisible around it? <laughs> Does your it? dick disappear with her? These are yeah. kind of questions that we demand we to be answered. We need answers. We don't care about your stupid story. We yeah. have questions and they need to be answered. That's right, Trank. Fucking, fucking get to that. Yeah, pull up your pants. God, with those saggy balls. <laughs> don't pull up your pants. Pull, pull down pull your, your shorts. Pull up your balls. <laughs> Tuck them in. <laughs> pull up your balls. Tuck those in, motherfucker. Uh, what in God's holy name are you blathering All right, about? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, saggy balls, man. Uh, we need to get him like the thing where you roll your garden hose up on, but for his balls. <laughs> one of those reels. Yeah. I need Ball I, reels. I need to get one of those for the side yard here, by the way. A ball reel? Well, for the hose. For the <laughs> Ball reel for the hose. Ball reel for the hose. Yeah. Comes a point Woo! in every man's life. Yeah. That's something. All right. So this is written by, guess who? Steven Spielberg. Josh Trank. Oh. Director, writer, right? Okay, that, is that just like your thing? Do you have I don't, some I, don't, of- I never intended that. I never paid attention to writers and directors until we started this show and I wanted to like do some background. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe this will reveal like preference for movies. For I you. guess. Maybe. I only really like movies. Uh, if you can't write and direct it yourself, you can, <laughs> you can go, GTFOH. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> GFY, okay? G-O-F-T-H. What did you G-T-F-O-H. say? G-T-F-O-H. Uh, get the what? fuck out of here. Oh, get the fuck out of here. You shorten it to go fuck yourself. You can. You can GFY it. Yeah. All right. Well, take GFY it easy. sounds a lot. Um, but also written by Max Landis. Who's the son of legendary director John Landis from our Blues Brothers episode? Mm. Uh, Max Landis also wrote Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that won several awards for shittiest movie. Uh, it was a series. Shittiest series. <laughs> I'm actually really anxious to see that one because it was a series of books written by Douglas Adams, same guy who wrote Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. Um, but I, I uh, can't watch BBC. So is that I a movie? Seen it. Hitchhiker's Guide? It is a movie. Is that in the rewatch? It was, yes. Okay. It was, a, it was a book first, and then it was like a radio show, and then it was a book on tape, well, ta- book on vinyl. Uh, he's had it in every format ever, but it was a movie in like the early 2000s, I think. Okay. So, anyway, All Max right. Landis has done that too. So, I'm looking at the uh, the box office numbers. Yeah. Uh, pretty interesting. Budget of $12 million. Pretty okay. modest. Uh, it's opening weekend domestically, so here in the States, $22 million. Hey. The ah. opening weekend. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, and then in the UK, it made another three and a half. Three and a half. I mean, it turned a profit opening weekend already. Like yeah. immediately, that ain't bad. Yeah, that's that's not bad. So bad basically, if you get the chance to get in on the ground floor of a shitty superhero movie, do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not though. Well, they're not superheroes. They're high school kids that get telekinetic powers. Ah, okay. Yeah, but, but kind of then the style of shooting, uh, the the style of how they film this is. Yeah, it's it's all done like via home video, found footage, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, well, I guess we'll get into we'll it. We'll get into it. Uh, but they, since they have telekinetic powers, like they are able to explain how there's always a camera around them, much better. Mm. Um, so, 
This was supposed to be a hard R or even an NC-17 for violence and gore. But they cut it down. They cut a lot of it down to reach the PG-13 that we got. Oh, I was going to say, because you don't see that much gore. No, they cut it way down. Brightburn has got way more fucked up. Yeah, right? Brightburn's way more fucked up than this. But they wanted the wider audience, so they cut all the gore shit out so they could be a PG-13. This is a 20th Century Fox movie. There we go, Ralphie. So we hear sounds. We hear like a zipper. We hear some banging noises, uh, voices. What do you want? What are you doing? There's some screaming. I said, don't uh, lock the door. He's getting ready for school. So finally we get a visual. We see Andrews, played by Dane DeHaan. He's from that weird Valerian and the Beach of a Thousand Planets or whatever that stupid fucking movie was called. He looks like uh, a very young uh, Leo DiCaprio. Ish, Ish, I guess. They might have done something together. He's also... Uh, Harry Osborn in The Amazing Spider-Man. It was James Franco in the Spider-Man movies, but then when they did The Amazing Spider-Man reboot, he played the Osborn character that James Franco was. Oh, really? Um, I mean, he's been in quite a bit. He's been steadily working, for sure. So Andrew has his camcorder set up, right? And he's talking into it, and we see his bedroom door behind him, a mirror hanging on the inside of the door, so it's kind of setting up the whole thing. Whole thing is he's making a video diary of his life. He want everywhere he goes, everything he does, he's going to be video diarying from now on. So his dad's yelling to be let in. Open this. Let door. me in. Open this door. And he goes, "No, you're drunk." And I'm like, "Wait, he's getting ready for school." He just said he's getting ready for school. So seven thirty in the morning. Like you're drunk at seven thirty. Like even I have limits, buddy. Like come on, Jesus. So his dad is pissed. Uh, first way, why do you have a fucking camera in my face? Like, well, I'm filming filming everything, which is probably why he's got to have proof for the CPS when they eventually are called to the house, right? Of course. Um, so we find out mom is bedridden. She's on oxygen, but she's super nice. Oh, I'm happy you have a camera. You can play with your friends. She doesn't know he doesn't have any friends, but she's just sweet and loving mom. She just is very, very sick. So she can't get out of bed, so he's left with his drunk dad, who blames him for everything throughout the entire movie. Fucking jerk. Oh, he's such a pile of dog shit. Uh, I didn't even make note of who the fucking actor was that played the dad. Uh, Well, he did his job really well. He made you (laughs) hate him that much. That's forgettable. No, I've seen him in Michael Kelly. Michael Kelly, that's right. Michael Kelly plays the dad. Charlie Kelly's brother. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. Is that a thing? Is that no. real? Oh, he's in Man of Steel. He's in the Dawn of the Dead remake. He's in some stuff. Who cares? All right. So, uh, happy mom's happy. So he's riding to school with Matt, mm-hmm. uh, which his cousin we find out is his cousin. He's played by Alex Russell. Um, and he's like, "What the fucks with your camera, dude?" He's like, "I'm filming everything." And so, because he always like yeah. has a really like uh, I don't know. I guess he's, that's his like early teens voice. I don't know what he's going for here, but he's like it's in a Marilyn Manson. Yeah, it's kind of like stoned emo guy or something. Like, yeah. told, uh, well, and then I'm like all about it, as they're driving along, cameras. Matt's suddenly not that freaked out because he's singing "Price Tag" by Jesse J, singing like shitty pop tunes. You know Still that on song? camera. Yeah, I, I had to play that song. <laughs> oh. 
I didn't know this. At Universal City Walk, yeah. That's okay. Right. Have fun with that? Huh? Next to Bubba Gump out there? Yeah. I, I ended up playing with this fucking teeny bopper singer chick. And so, I mean, it was paid rehearsals, and then it was like 250 for the show, and it was a lot of money. I was like, all right, I'll learn. So that's I had to learn of a bunch of Adele and Bruno Mars. Ooh, and, and you hate Adele. Oh, you know how I feel about <laughs> Adele. So I had to learn all that shit for this. And we played on Universal City Walk, and then she decided to audition for American Idol, and the sort of manager guy that was paying everybody was like, oh, you're going to do that, and got pissed and dropped her, and the whole project fizzled out and whatever. But, yes, I did have to learn price tag to play once. So Matt talks about Schopenhauer. Yeah. Right, the philosopher. Mm -hmm. He likes Schopenhauer. Human beings have to recognize themselves as beings of pure will. So emotional and physical desires can never be fulfilled. It's like, huh, is that the setup of the theme of the movie here a little bit? Is that what we're doing? Yes. Yeah. That's what we're doing. That's what we're setting up here. Josh Trank is trying to get deep. Yeah, well, I'm sure there are some kids out there that are into philosophers. I it made me it would have been more believable if he was like more college Age could have been college or she like, into like talking about Carl Jung. or at the very least, like, yeah, our teacher was talking about some shit and something about it. And I found this concept interesting. Like, maybe you could have grasped onto what concept a teacher was talking about, but just be like, yeah, you know, I just sit around and read about Schopenhauer. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I'm don't. pretty sure high school kids no, aren't don't. doing that. You definitely don't. So, we get to the school, lots of flyers for Steve, vote for Steve, 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 Steve. <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, it was Michael B. Jordan. Uh, from Creed, Black Panther, Fruitvale Station. From I mean, the Chicago Bulls. All, yeah, no, different Michael Jordan. This is B. Jordan. Basketball. Yeah, yes, B for basketball. Name. Yeah, B for basketball. And bald. <laughs> uh, and bad Hitler and, mustache. And, and bad Hitler mustache. And bad gambling. And bad at baseball. And bad at managing team. And bad at, no. Bad at gambling? Yeah, he had a gambling problem. Michael Jordan? Yeah. What? Like, notoriously gambling problem. He gambled a lot. He gambled a lot and lost a lot. Uh, no, but like sports betting. Oh. Not like roulette table gambling, but like... Well, he would also... They would... Uh, watching The Last Dance on, I guess it's Netflix, they would... Uh, I mean, of course, craps was a big thing. You know, dice, throwing mm -hmm. dice. But they had also bet money on throwing a coin to get closest to the wall. And whoever, oh, he, I mean, there was that. A, that's too. an old, yeah, that's an old yeah. school. That's played a that game. game. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty funny. I game. mean, they'd be there'd be a lot of money. Whatever he could, whatever he could that. bet money on, he'd bet money on it. Yeah. Period. But he, in his words, though, he was always it, to you know the common lesser folk. There was a lot of money, but to Michael Jordan in his heyday. It wasn't wasn't uh, a lot of money. I wasn't no thing, you know. So that's how he defends. He was like, yeah, maybe to you that's a lot of money, but to me that's that's nothing. Yeah. You know, a couple thousand dollars on a hand of cards, that's nothing to Michael Jordan. True. So you got to kind of wonder, like, I guess, what's the but gambling also problem? Like, there's, you, you, you as Michael Jordan have nothing better to do with your time or money than bet on a quarter against a wall? Like, is this what we're doing here, Michael Jordan? Got to get your kick somehow. <laughs> Fucking hookers, man. Something. <laughs> Come on. Cocaine and hookers. Remember how we talked about once hookers back on and the... Blow. <clears throat> on the old show, like when people are so rich mm -hmm. that nothing really excites them anymore. Yeah. And they got to do like extreme things. Got to dig deeper and find crazier shit. Yeah. So that's what the that's what bad the, Hitler mustache is all that's about. That's what the bad Hitler. And you know what? I'm going to play baseball now. Why? <laughs> Why? 
Would Baseball's want- a great fucking sport. Yeah, but you if bad you're bad in baseball, you son of no, a bitch. No, but if you're the absolute best of the best that's ever been at one sport, why would you? Hey, that at the time everyone was like, "Yeah, he's probably gonna fucking dominate." I want all my money on Jordan on that yeah. next minor league game. <laughs> what the fuck? He got what in zero and what? five? <laughs> zero and five with no with what? Turns Three out, errors. It turns out that being able to dunk from the free throw line does not help you in the outfield. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> Weird. Even if you have angels. Even if oh man, yeah. Where were the two fucking Looney Tunes then to help him out? Fuck, dude. Looney Tunes. Because Space Jam came about after his baseball career. In fact, yeah. didn't they make baseball jokes in Space Jam? Yeah, well, it starts out. It, it starts out that the catcher is telling him what pitch is coming, and he can't. He's and like, he can't slider, do don't swing. And he swings like, I told you not to swing. Fucking goddamn that stupid movie. <laughs> they're they're, they're they've, doing a new one, finally. They've cut Pepe Le Pew out of the original one. Did they? Yeah. We don't need any rapers. Yeah. <laughs> that was his whole thing. Yeah, was well. aggressively raping a cat. <laughs> yeah. That was the entire point of Pepe well, Le Pew. Attempting. No. Yeah, it was normalizing attempting. no does not mean no. That's what it, that was what it's supposed to be. And it absolutely that was that was the whole joke. That was the fun of it was how he can't take no for an answer and just forces himself on this poor cat. But I, yeah, but there's also uh, like a few episodes where it gets turned on him where he becomes the one that gets preyed on by somebody mm. like him. And that it was always supposed to be uh, making fun of the way he does things, and which it should be like, dudes generally have no problem like aggressively hitting on women, but the concept of a dude hitting on them, oh, 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 why would I want that? Well, why the <laughs> fuck would a woman want that? You asshole, think about it. Yeah, fucking a, fucking a, fucking fucking a. So anyway, a. Michael B. Jordan, Creed, <laughs> and with arms. Uh, <laughs> that, 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 yes, that, 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 definitely that creep. <laughs> you just can't move your lower jaw. And there you go. You got it. You got it. Uh, anyway, so, uh, we're getting harassed by some bullies, right? Andrew's getting pushed around. Uh, there's some cool camera work. It's like, it falls to the ground and it gets kicked. And so, I mean, obviously, it's found footage film, so you're going where the camera goes. So you yep. slide across Andrew's face, and it's it's just kind of a cool little cam trick there. Uh, heading home, Matt's like, hey, there's this party going on. Uh, you're coming to the party, but you have to leave the camera. It's like, no, I, it, gets go, it goes wherever I go. Whatever happens, man, that's what's, that's what's happening, man. So he's back in his room. His dad comes in. Uh, again, Michael Kelly, right? I believe is playing Richard. Is his dad? Uh, yes. Dick. So Dick, his dad's definitely a dick. Um, mostly, mostly, he's mostly a dick. Mostly, um, so he comes in. He's beating on Andrew a bit, and he's like, "Why are you doing this? Like, because you didn't open the door when I told you." So that's excuse to to punch your kid. Uh, screams, finish your goddamn homework, and leaves. But this all gets recorded. So nice. Now, um, we got we got a good setup, good good foundation. Uh, our protagonist is is painfully socially awkward due to the only parent he really has being a drunk, abusive asshole, uh, and the caring parent is absent and bedridden. So That's correct. It explains a lot about him and why he wants to find validation via video diaries. And why isn't like mom? I know she's bedridden. She still can talk and be like, yeah. And but she's got to know that that he's beating the shit out of the kid. And why can't she go like, it's not his fault. 
and please, if you love me, you will treat. That's your son. That's your. Yeah, she doesn't really intervene as much. It also Andrew is always up in his room because he doesn't want to ever be down in the common area because her room's like out in the just off the living room or something, right? Something like that. Uh, probably, so he doesn't want to in the living room. So he doesn't want to be down there around the dad. So he's always like locking himself away upstairs. Yeah, away from everything. So mom probably just really doesn't know that one, other than she has to be able to hear the shouting. And the pushing and the fighting and stuff, but well, we'll see. I don't know. Um, so he uh, uh, now I lost my damn notes here. Okay, so anyway, they're going to the party on the way to the party, right? Uh, there's just drunk high school kids everywhere, but we never really see anybody drinking. We 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 avoid that that stigma of showing underage drinking and drug use, at least. Um, but it's very much a rave party, like. Loud techno music and glow sticks and neon lights everywhere. What does um, Young have to say about uh, glow sticks there, Matt? What is what? What he asked him uh, about oh, glow yeah. sticks. Because he's talking about philosophy in the, in the again. Uh, what's it, Matt's talking about philosophy in the party. and Yeah, so what does he have to say about glow sticks? Because <clears throat> Matt gets fucked up, like, real quick. Yeah, well, you know, they're, they're kids. And they're... Probably some e going on and all sorts of shit. We never had any parties like that. Like growing up in high school, we went out to a field or a fucking country road somewhere, or someone's parents were out of town, I guess. But generally, you just sat around and used cards to get as drunk as possible as fast as possible. There wasn't. I went to house parties, but it, was, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't a bunch of drugs. It was definitely just uh, alcohol, man. It was yeah. just beer, whatever we can get. That was fine, and pot. Yeah, always a lot of pot. Pot. Always a lot of pot. Uh, but this girl notices him because they both have cameras. They're both filmers. Filmers. And Matt, he's like, oh, Matt, you told me not to bring this, but look. Fucking got me the interest of a girl, motherfucker. What's up, dog? So uh, Andrew gets a, <laughs> he gets accosted by a cokehead because this dude is overly aggressive out of nowhere and just fucking punches him because he thinks he's filming his girl, right? Yeah. Well, he's no, I wasn't, man. I'm just, just he's standing film- there and, and he's filming her. And uh, well, he goes, what are you doing? Not like, uh, I mean, he's like filming around. He what he could have said is like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I, I didn't know if she was with anybody. I'm just, I'm filming the yeah. thing. And uh, just, I said, he never said he's sorry. Like they didn't really say anything or he, like he starts to say I wasn't or, or something, but yeah, dude he just, was denying it. That's dude what clocks him. Yeah, I wasn't. I was filming the party. I wasn't filming her. He could have said, I'm so sorry. And, I'll delete that. If and she clacky. I'm sorry, sir. In the face. How can I help? I'm sorry, sir. Yeah. Sir, I'm sorry. Pour them. Pour your beer on your head and you'd be on your way. They Anything to get, besides getting punched getting in the punched, face. Getting punched, but now he goes he goes to punch her. So he's outside crying. For a supposed it, smart kid. Yeah, he's, well, smart, but, I mean, book smart and social interaction smart are two drastically different ah, things. Sure, you know what sure, I mean? Sure. But I, I, I learned that by, from, from books, so. You learned how to avoid getting punched? By, by books. By books? Yeah. All right. You use them as weapons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or as a shield. <laughs> hold yeah. it up as you see the fist coming. That's correct. You hold them up and hope that you don't get blasted in your nose. Because, yeah, the book then ends up hitting luckily, you. And then it doesn't bruise. Luckily, if you hold it Ooh. right in the middle where the where the uh, the spine is, you, you may be able to yeah. like, avoid getting yourself hurt too badly. Mm. Man, you have thought this through. You cradle your face And then the pages nice. act as kind of a, a pillow, like a buffer. Yes, especially if they're like spread out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know. 
Yeah, I, I've done all the science. I can tell. I've yeah. got the documents to back up my my. <laughs> Do you proof. have the video diary about this? Yeah. yeah well, they, I got to transfer them over. They're on VHS at the moment. Holy shit! Uh, <laughs> folks out there don't know about VHS. No, I don't uh, think no. None of our listeners probably do. It's yeah. It's yeah, it, it, we're old. It, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's a wild it magnets, concept. magnets, and, the and tape. Greatest fucking. Now I don't know what word I was going for. Dishonor you could have is renting this new movie from the local video store and the asshole before you didn't rewind it. And you get home and you put it in and you got credits going. You're like, motherfucker. And then you're out for that blood That was always that shitty too. Yeah. yeah. We, no I, one will ever know that, that, that ever again. That is so, no, it does happen all the time. Haven't you ever like watched something on Netflix and uh, fall asleep during it or something? Even yeah, let's say that, and then you go click on it, and it's like starts from the credits or the last place that it was watching it from. That's sort of the 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 Prime's been doing a weird thing where like click on a a series we're watching, right? Like the wife and I are doing Scrubs. I'm pretty much constantly rewatching Community, but you know, you click on it and go resume, and it'll keep playing. But then. Uh, Prime's been doing a thing where it'll finish that episode and then do one more and then it kicks you back to the menu hmm. and then it's like ready to resume from that episode that it just started you on. So you get like two episodes and then it keeps kicking you back to the menu. I don't know what's going on with it. Interesting. I, I yeah, it's weird. I don't think I've watched uh, any series on Amazon in it a never, while. didn't ever used to do that, but it's been a thing lately. So anyway, he's, he's crying because he got his face punched by the Coke guy. Uh, Steve finds him and he's like, dude, I need you and I need the camera. So yet again, Matt, you fuck. It's a good thing I brought this. And they go and uh, baby Creed is leading him down through the trees, right? Yeah. He's talking about this thing, no. this thing we found, the thing. Well, what was that? That oh. was him. Oh, I was playing something. So going down through the trees and the thing, we're obsessed with this thing. We found this thing. And it's like, what the fuck? The thing. Are, you, are we back on Fantastic Four again with the thing? Turns out, no, we're not. Because we get there and Steve's like, where'd everybody go? And Matt's like, yeah, everybody left. There's just a fucking hole in the ground, man. Like a sinkhole or like someone brought out a giant hole puncher and just ka-chunk, just a nice, clean, neat hole in the ground. And uh, so they lay at the rim. They're rimming this hole. No, 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 you got to get in. You got to okay, okay. get in that hole, buddy. Don't, okay, no. don't push me. Just don't push me. Push you Shut in. Shut okay. We're just trying to get on camp. Listen, you hear that? What? So, how creepy is that? That's pretty fucking creepy. This giant noise just came out of this hole. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, that's that's a that's a hell of a queef. And the earth uh, that you can see in the hole is uh, maybe a Blue color, maybe that's just the lighting. I think but it's just the lighting. Yeah, possibly. But they decide to hop into this damn. But yeah, thing. then then uh, yeah, that's a big hell no for me. Steve goes down age. first. Steve's just like yahoo's his way down this fucking thing, like Mario going down a tube. Yeah. <laughs> and so then Matt- I think I heard it go. So anyway, then Matt follows in finally Andrew, who's like, Matt, you're my ride home. Come on, you'll go down there. Um, so they're coughing a lot. There's this horrible smell. It's really Ooh, nasty down there. That smell. Ooh, that smell. Can't you smell that smell? 
Smells like Bigfoot's dick. <laughs> it smells like a diaper full of Indian food. Um, they find this big glowing orb rock chunk of meteor, whatever, made the hole. It looks like kryptonite. A little bit. It's got like spikes coming off of mm-hmm. it. Crystals. Yeah. Like crystals formed off of it. And uh, there's a high, there's a high ringing noise like, like a Clive Owen and fucking children of men. Yes. It's pulsating sounds. That, I don't know, man. It's messing with it. I don't really want to film. Dude, I'll buy you a new one. Camera's kind of fucking up. A lot of interference. Steve is... Uh, uh, the sweat's coming off like Steve's face and like being drawn to the thing. Matt. It's like sweat droplets Matt, aren't falling to the ground. Matt. They're flying into the into the rock. Oh, I didn't notice that, but now I can see that now. Yeah, and Crazy. Steve... So he touches it and his nose starts bleeding. And there's like, like veins in the crystals Yeah, it's moving. all creepy. I can't hear you over that. Oh boy! And then yeah, they start. Steve's uh, Steve's nose bleeding. He passes out, and then the camera cuts the out. The crystal turns fucking red, evil red, like in two thousand one. I can't or, let you do that. Like the fucking Brightburn thing. Or, yeah. Dark, right? yeah. So now we're in the backyard. It cuts. Now we're in their backyard, uh, documenting. Basically, we're chucking a baseball at each other and trying to use our mental powers to stop it. Uh, I think it starts with Steve throwing it at Matt, and it just. Fucking chucks bounces right in his face. Like he, he's not good at blocking; just lays him right out. Uh, and he's like, "That was supposed to be underhand, dick." <laughs> but he full on fastball. So then Matt's throwing at Steve, and he throws one, and Steve stops it, and it's like, "Oh yeah, holy shit!" So then Matt throws a fucking wicked curve because he uses his telekinesis to make it go way off to the side and curve around. So Steve's prepared, but. Well, for the the frontal assault, but not from the side. So when it whips around, hits him in the side of the head, you see Michael Jordan like, <laughs> body goes stiff and he falls to the ground. That's pretty funny. Um, so, so then he throws super hard overhand at Andrew, who just stops at midair in front of his face. Like, wasn't even... Andrew, very early on, becomes like the, the badass, the strongest with the powers. So... Yeah, we we quickly like learn realize that, he's that the Andrew, best. Andrew's the one with the powers, and so is they all have the same oh abilities. Andrew just picks them up faster and stronger, or he's better at them, if you will. Uh, so now they're building Legos, hands free, just mm-hmm. building shit out of Legos using their telekinesis. Right? They're all super telekinetic. Um, Steve doesn't care; he's just kind of having fun, and. Uh, Andrew's like building giant towers. So it's kind of like, it's a cool party trick for Steve. He's whatever. He's the popular kid. And he's probably already thinking about how he's going to use it to fuck somebody. And uh, Matt's like, wow, this is, this is awesome. But Andrew's like taking it very seriously and already turning into an evil villain here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now we go back to the whole giggity, but they've like filled it in or it filled itself. in. maybe Something we don't know. Happened. There's just like a cop standing down there. Uh, or a park ranger or something is like, yeah, I know this whole area is quarantined. You can't be here. But the ground's filled in. But they say they can still feel it. Like, they can feel that the rock is still down there. Um, so now we're in the car, and they're all talking, um, and asking about his dad, asking about why the camera, all that. We find out his dad was a firefighter, got injured, um, and now just collects insurance and drinks a lot. Like, he uses his... Sweet gig. Yeah, this firefighter insurance payout, I guess. And just sits around getting wasted and popping pills. 
Firefighters. <laughs> you going to the firefighters ball? You're not going to go to the policeman's ball? You better go to the policeman's ball. You know, you're going to go to the fireman's ball? Well, I hope they're there to put out the rape. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's from Family Guy. Oh. <laughs> like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, Joe's trying to sell them uh, tickets to the policeman's ball. and they They're all going to the fireman's ball? Ah, <laughs> oh, I get it. Okay. All right, so now we're back in uh, back in the room. Andrew's laying in bed, and he can float the camera, right? He can use his, his telekinesis to control the camera. So he like he's laying there, and you see the camera like float up and away from him. So it just allows them to do so much more with the camera shots now, knowing that he can control it with his mind and doesn't have to hold on to it. So now they're like skipping rocks. And it's very cinematography. Uh, cinema, how, what's the word? It's got good, good sonography. Cinematography. <laughs> cinematography. Good stenography. It's got a good, uh, good look to it. And it's got perfect, you know, he's able to get inside of yeah, it and he's, see good... Views and he's just, really thinking about the framing as he like floats the camera up above yeah. him. He really is, <laughs> especially in like these really high emotional areas. Yeah, yeah. you're like eh, it's, it's that. He's of, just that powerful that he can autopilot and frame shots yeah. while like beating the shit out of people. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, so they're like do like skipping rocks, and they're all awesome at skipping rocks because they can use their mind for that, right? And then Andrew's, tell me, this kid doesn't look like little Leo, dude. A little bit, but he's not as handsome. Like he's he's Leo's uglier cousin. <laughs> like they're definitely from the same family, but he doesn't have the the it factor or whatever. It's Leo like those has. guys or those people, I should say that uh, spend their whole lives trying to look like a certain celebrity. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Leo one. Like if you were to rent a celebrity impersonator, he would pass as a Leo impersonator, but not like grown up serious movie handsome leo but like fucked up gilbert grape era leo <laughs> yeah well this is young leo man that's, yeah that's that's gilbert grape he's climbing up water towers and being he went full retard is what we're looking <laughs> at here you guys ever seen gilbert grape no i uh, you know it's always been sitting in my johnny my watch johnny depp is his older brother their mom is like the my 600 pound life type of lady so she obviously can't move and leo dicaprio's like full mental handicapped <laughs> and Johnny Depp has to like care for him the whole time, and that's what that movie is. That sounds very. Um, he climbs up on a water tower and he's up there like yeah yeah yeah, and then the police are coming out. They're like, "What the fuck is this all about?" And Johnny Depp's like, "No, I promise you, Jesus, cool. Don't worry about the Johnny Depp. Don't you remember Edward Scissorhands?" <laughs> anyway, that's that's it. Scene and scene. <laughs> but yeah, they're skipping rocks, and he's asking mad about we should do more with this like we yeah we can build legos and we can skip rocks better but like we need to do more with this so now they're at a toy store and they like are moving other people's shopping carts or making teddy bears float and scaring kids by having like floating <laughs> ghost toys uh they throw a stock boy through some shelves at one point yeah they think this is their version of pranks yeah and it's kind of funny up until they throw a person through shelves. Like, now you're hurting people. That's fucked up. Yeah. And now some people have to pick the shelves up, pick all that product back up. Like, come on, man. That's that's too far. Like, someone's pushing a shopping cart, stops, and turns away from the cart to look at something on the shelves, and you, like, move it away a little bit or something, and they turn around, they're confused. All right, that's funny. Or, like, what they do with the car in the parking lot. Uh, oh, that's after this diner. So... First, they're at a diner, and Andrew's explaining, you can imagine a shield around you. Like, that's how they have their defense. Instead of, like, 
focusing on the baseball. It's trying to stop it. You can imagine a force field, essentially, and then you won't get hurt. And then you're totally fine. That's probably going to help later, right? So, uh, oh, yeah, Steve has the camera at this point while they're talking, and he's, like, zooming in on this girl's ass through the window. <laughs> like, he obviously is not involved in any of the serious conversations here. So now we're in the par- this parking lot, and this lady parks and gets out of her car and walks into the store, and Steve focuses on the car and, like, you can hear the tires screeching as he whips it back out of the stall, spins it around and puts it into a stall on the other side of the aisle. And then they sit and wait. And she comes out and walks up to the stall where her car used to be and like is so confused and they're laughing their asses off. But she finally finds her car and is like, did I, did I park it over here? (laughs) And they're just like laughing their fucking asses off at it. They're teenagers with powers. What you expect them to do. See, now that's a funny prank other than she's going to need new tires now. But (laughs) still like, that's, that's pretty fucking funny. That's shit I would do. That's, that's funny. Um, so now well, they're like driving in the rain, all happy about the shit that they did. Right. And Andrew's in the backseat looking out the back window and there's like a truck that's cha- behind him okay, buddy. and they're not driving. He's honking. He's honking. Cause they're not driving fast enough and he's just angry honking. So Andrew is in the backseat, like calmly waves his hand to the side. <laughs> and you see the front end of the truck mangle as it flies off of the road and it threw a guardrail and just fucking gone. He says abracadabra. As he he does says <laughs> chronicle. <laughs> but not only does the whole car move, but like you can see like the force of his hand smashing the shit out of it as it goes. So they slam on the brakes and they go down and the truck is like half buried down into this lake and Steve dies in and pulls the guy out and as he's in their match just going, Steve, Steve, God, God damn it, Steve, Steve. Like, I mean, don't help or anything. Just stand there screaming his name a bunch. That's great. Good for you, Matt. You just um, moved a car with your mind, couldn't you? Yeah, just you like, couldn't you pick it up and move it back out? fucking Yoda fucking, over here? Yeah, right? That's just what I was going to say. Pull some fucking Dagobah shit and get that out of the <laughs> You're way better. <laughs> so now, yeah, that was, so as I was saying, after this scene in this movie, we were like in L.A. going, Chronic- Chronicle, God damn it, just fucking Chronicle. Um, and it became a verb, trying to chronicle things. Trying to chronicle things. To chronicle your way across the mall. Chronicle your way over here. Yeah. So. Uh, well, you're just doing that. I mean, what if it did happen? All of oh a sudden, they fucking happen. You're like, holy <laughs> shit. You would have to, you, you, you'd have to feel bad for that. I would have to feel bad. And go, why would I feel bad? I'm fucking magic. Fuck, go come at me, bro. Yeah. What? I'll Excuse chronicle me? your ass. And then just chronicle people's faces. Yeah, that's right. Like, you just break their nose oh right out I would immediately get into, like, fighting. Chronicle. Fucking chronicle shit out of people in the ring. Just do two fingers at them. Just go. All of a sudden, they're like, what the? F-? They feel what like the they got slapped. What the fuck? <laughs> what the what? fuck what did they do? Looking around for something. Like, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. That's the kind of pranks I would do. Just chronicle people in the face. Tap them in the arms, like from very <laughs> far like away. It's like the thing where you tap on one shoulder and then go stand on the other side of them real quick. <laughs> Except like I'm across the, yeah, the street. Could be, see? Millions of applications. That's right. Millions. So now the guys are pissed off at Andrew. He generally, general, genuinely does not understand why they're upset about yeah. this. And Matt's like, you, you fucking could have killed that guy. Like, how do you not see the problems here? So we got to lay ground rules, okay? Uh, what what did they say? Uh, we shouldn't use them in public. We should never use them on other yeah, people. Right and... You hurt somebody. We need rules, okay? 
Rule number one, no using it on living things. Rule number two, you can't use it when you're angry. That's it. Rule number three, I don't think we should be using it in public or telling anybody about well, it. You can't just okay? declare rules. Okay. I will declare rules. rules. We do something matters. I will declare rules. If we're going to keep going and we're getting stronger, we need rules. We need rules, So right? that's the voice of reason. He's the sensible one. Steve is that's still like, rules. yeah, this is a cool party trick and I'm going to make some bitches wet with this. <laughs> uh, Matt is sensible. Like... No, this is a big deal. We're getting stronger. This could be very, very dangerous. And I'm surprised they didn't like that. throw the the Spider Man line out there. With great power comes great responsibility. Like we or have some, yeah, some, some bastardization of that line. Something of that. Like, hey, listen, we've got this power, and that we we need to be responsible with it, boys. We do, which I guess is what his rules are basically saying. But yeah, he doesn't say it. But there, you know, this philosopher doesn't have the words to say. Something yeah, like the, the great high school philosopher of Matt can't figure out how to word it. <laughs> Tell you what Jung would so, say about it. Young would say about it. Jung. Or Chopin. Sho, fuck, I already forgot the name of the first one he's talking about. Siobhan, I don't know. Schopenheim. Schopen, Schopenheim. Schopenheimer. Uh, Schrodinger. Oh, wait, that was the cat guy. Uh, so they go. <laughs> Ding. Now they go to meet with Steve, all right? We cut, and they're like going to meet Steve, and he's in the middle of nowhere. The coordinates they, that he gave them are just out in the middle of nowhere, and they're like, what the fuck? What? what, Steve! Steve, where the fuck are you? There's like a pile of dirt there for no reason, and just, what? what is going on? And he gets a text, text that says, Phone's ringing, dude. That's right. Look up, and they look up, and Steve's fucking up in the air. He figured out how to fly. Oh. Definitely doesn't look like he's being suspended by Not at all. <laughs> wires. It doesn't look like they edited wires out <laughs> whatsoever. just like, he, like you would think he's in the, <laughs> You see that they're hanging up a certain way by their balls and shit. Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, so it is funny to watch Matt and Andrew trying to learn how to fly. Like, you just jump in the air and catch yourself, essentially. So they're, like, jumping and falling. <laughs> well, Andrew had it right away. Well, yeah, he gets a pretty... Matt's the one that fucking wipes himself out a bunch. What's cool about the way Andrew d- uh, goes up, he, like, he does it like Chris Angel style, you know, and, like, just floats up, doesn't have to jump. Like Iron Man without the thrusters. Exactly, and then... But what's cool is that he's so, like, strong with the, with the force. With the force, right. Is that, like... Immediate objects around him are also floating up with yeah, him. Yeah, like all the, the little rocks, the rocks are going up with them, and nobody else is, no one else is happening with that. But it, I thought that, that shows his strength. Already. That's right. It's like very Dragon Ball Z like when he's when they're summoning their power and everything. His sphere of influence is yeah. pretty pretty wide. Yes, he's a he's a he's a badass. We're not even like uh, trying to for do something that he stuff. didn't even know that was possible and just saw was possible two minutes ago. And now he's like. That advanced at it already, yeah. Um, so this is where we get our opening line of, Andrew, don't fart, we're never finding you again, as they're flying around. Yeah, because he couldn't stop at first. He was, yeah. going, he was going up too high. <laughs> He's too strong for his own good. So now they're they're just like flying around in the crowds. Crowd, clouds. Uh, it's like a fucking 90s Mountain Dew commercial of them just, woohoo! Yeah! Being all intense that in the clouds and cool, shit. Though, right? like, <laughs> I mean, at that part, you're like, this looks fucking fun. Like now, I, I at first I was like, oh, that could be cool, but now you get to fly through clouds and shit. Okay, now I want this. Now I really want this. At this point, I wouldn't even come back home. I'm like, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm flying out. Right. I, I fly, fly everywhere the fuck I, want. I want now. I need to go home and get beat up by dad. You want Yeah. What do you want to see Machu Picchu? I'm going there right now. I'm going to fucking Machu Picchu with That's you. That's right. Machu Picchu <laughs> with you. <laughs> so now they're like playing football up in the clouds, still right, passing it to each other and shit. When all of a sudden a bright burn happens. Fucking A, bright burn <laughs> a happens. Fucking bright burn happens. And a plane comes out of nowhere. <sighs> and fucking, like, the thrusters from the engine, like, send Steve flying. He's, like, unconscious, so he's, like, fucking 
cartwheeling down to the earth, right? And uh, and with the camera's in a free fall. Yep, the camera gets dropped. So we see we're we're following, and then we see Andrew swoop by and grab Steve, and then you see him fly up and grab the camera, and then you're following this. What you're hearing is like the camera following them down through the clouds, down through the air, uh, and they have a pretty rough landing, but they land. And then Steve gets up. Oh, shit. Almost died, dude. Holy shit. Oh, oh shit. Almost died, man. I almost hit you. You saved my life. Oh, oh my God. You saved my life. He's like picking Andrew up and spinning him around. <laughs> He's just super stoked. Yeah, it, was, it goes from like scared. You saved me and the camera. Please tell me you got that on tape. You have to see. And then Matt comes falling out of nowhere. Please tell me you got that on tape. Yeah, there you go. Oh, cra- Matt crash lands the next to him. So now we're back in Andrew's room and they're they're chit chatting and they're talking about sex. And Steve's like, God, I haven't gotten laid since like last summer. <laughs> and Andrew goes, I haven't been laid since last ever. <laughs> and they're like, What? Oh, my dick's your dick. My dick's your dick. How does that happen? How does that happen? You need your instincts. How does the lion know to tackle the gazelle? Instincts. You need to use your peripherals. Um, so yeah, we get a we get a nice a nice touching moment where they're they're all sitting around talking, and Matt's like, "This was the best day of my life." I'm like, oh, that's kind of nice. <laughs> Boy, this is the best day of my life. That's kind of nice. Uh, when they're now, then like, so it's really become instead of like Steve's not even concerned about his campaign anymore. It doesn't seem like he's ever worried about being president or being popular or whatever it's just always the three of them now everywhere they go it's always the three of them now like they're in the library talking uh andrew says he wants to go to tibet man he wants to be up in the mountains because he thinks with their powers plus what the monks have learned about tranquility and and the powers they've got thinks that could really be something man that could really be something and insightful and then his friends are like yeah we could really fuck with them yeah Yeah, yeah, man, we could really fuck with her. Because he says they, they've really achieved enlightenment, uh, enlightenment where they can, like, move things with their mind. Like, dude, we can really fuck with oh, them. Oh, man, imagine, well, yeah. They're, they're, like, wanting to pull pranks on it, but he wants, like, to go there and be legitimately peaceful. Uh, so now we got a, a good a good bit. Uh, Andrew and Steve are sitting up on top of a building. And again, we see him control the camera, and then he's explaining to Steve how to do it, you know. And, like, moving the camera around. So now we know how he can control it without focusing on it. And so they're just chit-chatting. Steve's like, you should be in the talent show. I don't have any talents. He's like, are you, are you fucking serious, dude? Bro, you're, like, the most talented guy I know. Why is he Mexican? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like a trope. You're, like, the most talented guy I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now we got to vote for Pedro instead of vote for Steve, I guess. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's going to go be in the talent show. And when he wants to leave, his dad confronts him about lying because he's drunk again. He's like, what the fuck did I even lie about? And it, he doesn't know. And like he, But they push each other. He pushes him. Or is that later? Am I getting that? That's Maybe later. later this, but. Yeah, he's just like, so you're he, sneaking around my house. You're smiling. Yeah, you do shit. I'm fucking wasted. I'm under your shit. So, okay. but, but he's able to leave and he gets to the talent show, right? Uh, there's some shitty bands and some people singing and shit. Uh, but Steve like gives the super pump up the crowd speech to introduce Andrew, uh, who does his magic show. <laughs> it's so awesome, too, because 
Yeah, I was. That's one of the first things that I would do with this power. Just go do some magic shows, man. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But here's the thing: as magicians, like magicians, can pretty much figure out how other magicians do things, just because we have an understanding on how things work. On the illusion, these. right? But a sleight of hand. You have. You're gonna have to do things that you can explain. You know. Uh, right. Otherwise, we we come into this like David Copperfield thing where, like, you you can uh, sue him for like making something disappear. And he had, the only way that he has to prove himself that he wasn't guilty is because it's not expose, there. Expose his own secret. So he'd have to be able to explain why something happened like that and not get in trouble. Otherwise, he had to use magic to get out. Yeah, but for the most part, like he's juggling and he does some tightrope walking. And he, or at first, they drop the cards and then he puts his hands out and the cards fly back up into his hand. Now, that one would be hard to explain. Yeah. Oh, you go, what the fuck? How do you, how is that even possible? Yeah. I mean, maybe everything's on a string and it just all gets sucked in and maybe pulled back like a reel. Something, something. But here's what I thought was really weird. Like, there's a full band, they get one song. There's an opera singer, she gets one song. Andrew gets an entire fucking magic show. Yeah, he does a whole Everybody gets like walk-in. three or f- maybe five minutes max, and he's got like a half hour of fuck. He does like five <laughs> different tricks. At one point, they even have to set up a tightrope. So do they pause the whole show while the fucking crew came out because that tightrope wasn't there before it was not so they like how does he get all that it doesn't that, that didn't make any goddamn sense he's the headliner that was, that was the most unbelievable yeah he is more unbelievable than his own tricks was how they did that so um as uh they're driving home matt's like this is the beginning of your downfall this is your hubris it's like, hubris. I, I, I don't even know what's hubris. I don't even know what that means. But he's right. He's absolutely right. Yes, he absolutely is right. Um, also, hubris, my friend Steve always thought that'd make a great band name. And I kind of agree. I think hubris would be a great band name. Nah. Yeah, I think so. Not a, they're playing at ACL this time, but it, but I think hubris is a good band name. So, so now we're at a party, right? He's a huge hit. I mean, like, oh my God, you did magic. You're so fucking cool. And this girl's talking to him. He's even got a girl talking to him and they're talking about beer pong. And she's like, I bet you'd be really good at that. He goes, you know, I think that I might be really good at that. I might be really good at that. Yeah. Just give me a try. Yeah, let me try. Just give me a try. And he's up there, he's like throwing them both with one hand and both of them go into cups. I mean, he's like the baddest ass of all beer pong players ever. So Monica, this girl, is all about him, right? I, I think Monica. magic's hot. Yeah. Because it is. Magic's hot. Magic is hot, bro. So uh, Steve has the camera now, and he's like, oh, I'm going to go check on my boy. Andrew is getting laid. Hell yeah. So your, your best friend losing his V card, you want to just crash into the middle of it with the camera? Cock block. That's, that's a terrible idea, dude. No way, because he'd be like, with his, he comes in with the camera, and he's all, <laughs> like, she's I, riding him, I, and he's all like. But it depends. Like, if you're running up the stairs, and you're being like, yeah, I can't wait to go crash, and you're going to open the door and be woo. That No, if you like. Happened to sneak and maybe he'd give you no, the thumbs up or something. This is what you want, motherfucker. This is what you wanted. Because then the girls going to be like, what the fuck? And freak out and the, moment, the moment's gone, man. Don't bone into stranger's house. Yeah, well, also don't go busting in if your friend's getting laid. Like, let them get laid in peace. You should have taken your camera with you. Well. Gave it to Steve. And you let Steve have. You know Steve doesn't. Steve only cares about Pound Town. Steve only cares about Steve. That's right. And Pound Town. And Pound Town. Steve and in Pound Town. Sometimes turning it around and going to Brown Town. <laughs> we did rim job earlier. <laughs> There's right. a lot of rimming going on. That's right. Uh, okay, so 
He goes in, but as he's getting up yeah, to the door, it's history. Oh. All right, I'm like a proud dad right now, because behind these doors, I'm like a Andrew proud dad, Depper becomes a man. <laughs> he's a little a boy man. behind there. He's scared. proud of him. He's like a butterfly getting ready to emerge from a and you're just screaming like that. <laughs> Weirdo. Awesome. And Monica wait, wait, comes out. Wait, she's wait, got puke on her. Is that? Is I that need you out of my way now. Oh man. Wait. And so Drew. now he goes into the bedroom. Drew, it's it's okay, man. Don't worry about it. Look, it happens to the best of us, okay? You got a little too Andrew's much Andrew's sitting there, and he's got puke on him, and he's pulling his oh, pants oh, up. Oh, oh, oh buddy. <laughs> Look, on, Andrew's never done anything, and now you got him at a party getting all fucked up and playing beer pong. Yeah, he's going to puke. It's his first time getting drunk. He wasn't a drinker before. Probably had a lot to drink. I'm he sure. Was, you know. High Riding on, high on the popularity. Exactly. He was getting blown by a pretty hot pink-haired girl. Yeah. And he puked. That high. It just some puke. People and people are making fun now of that's like, disgusting. Hey, I'm still getting blown, but I puked. What? Big fucking deal. I was still <laughs> yeah. getting blown while she was. Yeah, right. So this isn't like I, I and for him, yeah, that's super embarrassing. But overall, it's not like of all the things that could happen, it's I don't know, it's not that big of a deal. It's not like he accidentally pulled some magic and broke her neck or <laughs> so she got puked on, which I get from her perspective. You're 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 sucking a dude off and he throws up on you. That's disgusting. That's definitely shocking. But, like, running out of the room screaming, you fucking freak! It's not like you turned into a werewolf in the closet. You know, like, what the I know, fuck she is your runs, problem? She runs out and says, you freak, like a freak. Like, what What freak did you do? We're it's drink- like he started levitating, which he can do, but he just puked because he's drunk. You maybe be like, you fucking loser, you can't handle your alcohol or something, but, like... One of the most normal things you can do when you've had too much to drink is puke. Right. There's nothing freakish about it. The excitement of being popular all of a sudden... People giving a shit about him, then getting drunk and then getting blown. Like, yeah. Well, she's probably she was probably pissed because he was probably face fucking her and she wasn't puking. Oh, what's your excuse? <laughs> I'm sure that's what it was. That's why uh, she thought it was freakish because normal for her is like being able to take it the the gag and not, reflex and not right. puke and he didn't even have a dick in his mouth that we know of. Maybe she showed him. Yeah, her, I don't. We don't know. But then he puked. <laughs> It's like, you pussy freak. <laughs> yeah. I'm out of here, man. That, I'm telling everybody. That I mean. Man. You're grasping there, but all right, all right. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so now after that embarrassing, horrible thing, which you just, again, you just fucking puked, man. People puke. Get over it. Sometimes you puke. Right. It happens. Especially in high school. Like, what the? F- mm-hmm. A lot of times you puke and then you go drink more. Like, I don't understand what the big fucking deal here is. But so now we're back and Andrew's back in his room and the camera's going, there's a spider crawling across the floor, right? And he uses his mind powers and he lifts it and you see his hands kind of curled up and then he spreads his hand out and all the legs like rip off the spider. And it's like, pretty gnarly, man. It's pretty fucked up. But, you know, serial killers always do animals before they move on to people. This is is the start. Because rule number one was never use it on a living thing. Right? He said never on the living thing. Spiders are living things. They are. And it's he's, he's fucking breaking the rule. Here he is. Bop, bop, so mom's in pain. She's screaming out for her meds. And Andrew's like screaming. He's downstairs at this point. Like, dad, where the fuck are you? Mom needs her meds. But the dad's up snooping through the room, right? So then the dad's like, you've got this expensive camera. Your mom's dying and needs medication. You got money to spend on this expensive fucking camera? Like... You're really reaching to blame everything on this kid somehow. Like, that's that's really your whole fucking jam here. Uh, and so yelling at him, 
And he's like, you think these kids are your friends? I saw what was on there. I saw what you're doing. You're in a fucking embarrassment. Every penny I ever make goes to your fucking school and your fucking medicine for your mother. And then he screams back and he goes, I go to public school, you fucking idiot. <laughs> what pennies do you pay, you fuck? So dad's not happy that he's finally standing up, right? You can't challenge me. Idiot. Ah. Starts hucking furniture and gives him a good slap. Just slaps stand. Andrew. Ah. Get up. Who then like... Yeah. Throws him against the wall. I can crush you! And then launches him across the room. Throws him a good twelve feet, dude. Yeah. I can crush you! Like that that part's fucking tough, dude. Dude, that's <laughs> gnarly to I watch can that. Fucking kill you right now. And as a dad, like, how did he just lift me up and throw me across the room like that? Like, what the fuck? Maybe I need to Find another outlet for my aggression. I don't think it's good to pick <laughs> on this kid anymore. Yeah, no one feels bad for that dad. No, no, definitely nobody feels bad for him. So, but he spares him. He does spare him. But the scene was originally written for the hard R NC seventeen part of this movie was he'd pulled the spider trick on his dad. Ooh, because you don't see him for the rest of this movie. No, yes, you do. Yeah, he comes back when the mom's in the hospital or when Andrew's oh, in the right. hospital. Oh right, yeah, right. That's right. Uh, but he was supposed to fucking fucking draw and quarter his own dad. Nice. So they Wait, did he get did he stop doing it like in that in this one where they're fighting? So he just instead like threw him around and left. But so the NC seventeen he fucking ripped his dad him? into pieces. Yeah. And so what? That did they later, not show that uh, that extra? No, scene? They, that was added in after okay. his dad survived. Okay. they changed it. Yeah. Um. So now Steve finds Andrew up in the clouds. He's just up there to get away. He can't seem to get away from fucking people. And he's up there being dark and brooding. They got this like thing, like dad's and thermostat. Yeah, yeah, it's this thing like right, dad's man, and thermostat. My thing. You, you, Someone touch your thing? You good? <laughs> my thing went off. Is your thermostat okay? That's what you're going for, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, he's like, "How did you find me?" He goes, "I don't know. My nose was bleeding. Like they it used to be, their noses would bleed when they were like pushing themselves, pushing their powers. But now they get it when Andrew's up to something." It's like their little homie. It's their tell. Some yeah. shit, yeah. <laughs> My nose was bleeding. I heard your voice. Uh, same thing happened to Matt when he was with this girl, Casey, the, the, the video blogger. Though he ignored it because, you know, he was fucking. So he didn't, he didn't follow the signal. So they're up in the, the clouds arguing, right? Just leave me alone. I don't want people. And he's like, dude, whatever. You puked on a chick while getting a blowy. It's all good. It's fucking it. Take Nobody, it easy. Nobody's upset with you. <laughs> And then, boom, a lightning bolt hit Steve out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Get Are away from me. me! Get away from me now! Please! Now. Yep. He does say, step away from me, please, please, step away. Like, he says it multiple times, but still, lightning bolts. And then we cut to the funeral. And, of course, Andrew's filming at the fucking funeral. So, uh, Matt's angry staring at him. During the funeral. And then he confronts him afterwards. He's like, hey, how was Steve struck by lightning in a storm that has no recorded lightning? Huh? What's up with that? What did you do? What'd you do? Um, so he doesn't really answer. And we have, uh, so we're back at school, right? Kids are making fun of him for puking. Uh, like they walk by and they go, hey, Andrew. And they're all, they're being asshole bully kids. It, it's fine. It happens. You bully kids. High school kids are pieces of shit, right? 
but uh, one kid's really making fun of him. So he turns around and he like makes a yanking motion, and all these teeth come flying out of this kid's mouth. Uh, I believe the kid was Wayne. So then he goes into the bathroom. He's talking to the camera. And he has these teeth in his hands. Like, okay, this one, this one, I got really clean because I visualized like a lasso going around it and yanking it out so at the root. Oh. At the root, yeah. Oh. Just it, throws them away. Throws them in the toilet. He's like, oh, that's disgusting. Reading, you know, like online about like, like, like just like evolution part, yeah. and like and natural selection and how like there's this thing, right? It is called the apex predator. Right, and basically what this is is the strongest animal in the ecosystem, right? And and, and as human beings, we are we're considered the apex predator, but only because, like like smaller animals can't feed on us because of weapons and stuff, right? The lion does not feel guilty when it kills a gazelle, right? You do not feel guilty when you squash a fly. And I think that means something. I think that means something. <laughs> what he doesn't get here is that the gazelle is eaten eaten by the lion. Yeah. You're not squishing a fly and eating it. Right, right, right. The difference is lions attacking the gazelle because it's instincts, as we learned just yet again, 40-year-old virgin. <laughs> it's instincts. That's how the lion is. But yeah, when you squish a fly, but there's his point. Yes. It goes from natural order of things, predators prey to you don't feel guilty when you kill a smaller animal. So he's making that transition from how nature works to how to be guilt-free about it. And then crushes a car with his bare hands. And then, yeah, that's fucking cool. Because <laughs> he's sitting in like a junkyard on the hood of this car and he just like puts his hand out to the side and then balls up his fist and this car that was sitting kind of behind him just... Like was putting one of those car crushers things the mob uses. And then he gets confronted by Matt here. You're going to break the rules again? We're too strong for that. Yeah, because he's on his way to get his mom's medication. That's what he's trying to do. But Matt's Matt's coming in like, dude. What happened at school? He swooshes in. flying in. Yeah. He swooshes into the window. Swooshes. He pulls up fucking Clarissa explains it all and comes in through the window. And then, yeah, what happened to school? What about the fucking rules, man? What was that shit at school? And then he goes to fucking punch it. He goes to punch him and Andrew stops his fist. And he's just sitting there shaking it. Uh, Also made me think of, there's a... I know I bring up community a lot, but he, Chang Ken Jong goes to punch someone and stops like right in front of his face, and he's like shaking his fist. I just played for a laugh there, but it this is exactly a lot like this scene where he's trying to punch Andrew and stops him, and Matt's like, "Oh, shit, shit." I mean, he doesn't react really; he just flies out. But he's like, "Fuck, he's gotten too strong already." We don't know. He's yeah, he's he's becoming unstoppable. He is unreasonable. He was always more powerful, but now he won't listen to reason. And there's really, he's like, I can't, or I'm going to have to think about how to stop him or what to do. Like, I can't talk to him. I obviously can't hit him. I can't beat him in a fight. What the fuck are we going to do? So he goes down, right? And he's, he, before he leaves, he turns his mother over. So he doesn't, she doesn't get bed sores. He's, well, she puts the blanket she back over. She's, she was saying, I can't, I can't breathe, can't breathe. So he turns her over and she's like, oh, thank you. Uh, thank you. Um, so he goes to try to get the meds. But that's too expensive, and he can't afford them. So we're really doing like a whole the Joker, Vilden building yeah, story like here. He need he needs those medications for his mom. Can't afford them. The doctor's being a kind the of doctor a dick, being a big old well, dick bag. The pharmacist rather. But being I feel like dick. out of all things, pharmacists are usually are like, oh, you need all this and you can't afford it. Like, how many junkies do you think they fucking deal with? How many people needing needing oxys or whatever? And it's like, dude. 
a hundred times a day, people come in and try to get these meds that they need, or it's for my mom or it's for whatever, like full fucking shit. You know, like you can see how like, this is like the Aladdin syndrome, you know, he's, he's, they're poor and he's got to eat to live, got to still to eat. Tell you all about it when I got the time. That's right. Or no, it's otherwise we'd get along. That's what it is. Well, but he says, got to eat to live, got to steal to eat. Otherwise we'd get along. That's the second time. That's the second time. Got to eat to live, got to steal to eat. <clears throat> he says that same thing twice. I thought it was different yeah. every time. Got to eat to live. Got to still to eat. Uh, what was it? What, I, 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 Otherwise, we'd get along. But there's another line where he goes, tell you all about it when I got the time. There's a different setup for that one. Tell you all about it when I got the time. Boom, boom. Yeah. Got so to. anyway, uh, he we got some Ziggy Stardust playing. My man Bowie hits the soundtrack spiders here. Spiders from Mars, man. Uh, yeah, spiders from I Mars because of the spider thing earlier, ha, maybe. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, so he suits up in his dad's fireman suit. Hey, the special right? man. They played in Ziggy's back. But where were the spiders? You, you fucking mind smashed them all. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew ripped off the fucking legs. <laughs> uh, but no, he puts on his dad. He like tries to create his own fucking supervillain alter ego here. He's like the the fireman because he puts himself in a full suit, mask on, and everything. Right? So fire suit, yeah. So nobody can recognize him, and he goes and finds these punks out on the street. Hey, give me all your money. Oh, give me all your money. Who is that? Doesn't matter who it is. Just give me all your money, or else. Or else. I love this. Shit, man. Shit, man, is that Andrew? <laughs> 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 kind of like Andrew Shit, man, is that Andrew? You got Andrew's broke-ass backpack, huh? Oh, you got a gap. <laughs> well, he does a finger gun here. Too. Finger gun. Ah! And when he shoots a finger gun, dude Go! goes flying like 20 feet. Yeah! And then he just starts throwing people. Yeah! Fucking swinging his arms. Running and after flying. Jumping up in the air, getting in front oh, of him. Yeah, pushing him with his mind. Fucking these dudes up. Meanwhile, the fat, the camera's filming, yeah. like, floating in the air. Because he's got the camera following him now, so he can do whatever he needs to. He's not holding the camera. And he gets, like, he rubs all their pockets and everything and flies off, and there's just, like, basically no money there. Yeah, he rips them off, gets, like, 30 bucks. He's like, well, this isn't going to do it. So next he goes into a food mart, right? Yes, uh, he's about to do some robbing in the hood. And he, like, gets the cash register open, and he... He's holding the fucking bag open. You see all the money flying out like the cards in his magic trick. It's all flying out. He's like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Um, and like someone tries to come in or the, the clerk has a gun. He gets distracted by something. The clerk has a gun and uh, like gets pushes the clerk out of the way so that he misses with his bullet. And yeah, then, like, like he smacks the, the shotgun in time. Oh. Oh, yeah. No, he pulls the shotgun out of his hands with his magic, but the shotgun goes off and shoots the propane tank. And, like, the whole thing explodes. And then next time And now we're in the hospital yeah. here. So we got hospital security footage. This isn't his camera. It's it's other other security footage here. And uh, dad is there crying. He shows up. Andrew's in bed all bandaged up. The dad shows up, and he, like, kneels at Andrew's bed, and he's crying. And you're like, oh, my God, does he finally feel something for his son? Yeah, at first you're like, I don't know if I'm going to... Like have any sort of feelings of? Are we gonna? Are we supposed to feel sympathetic? Like, yeah, for are we this supposed dad to like finally? like this dad he's now? crying over his son, and then he's like. But I started realizing. I was thinking, man, yeah, we could feel some redemption. Like he shouldn't maybe. have been a dick the whole time, and maybe but then all he starts I talking. Was, was Andrew fucked him up. He's like, okay, when you fucked me up, I started to realize I shouldn't pick on you. I only picked on you because you were weak, but now you're not weak. So I feel you're bad my son. now. Of course you're yeah, not weak. That's right. I realized that you have a set of balls, and now you're not weak anymore, and I've stopped drinking, and I'm going to I'm gonna do right by you and your ma. <laughs> I'm going to do right by you and your ma. 
And you, that's what you're expecting. You're like preparing yourself to to redeem this character. But no, instead he goes, your mother died. She died while I was out looking for you. So it's all your fault all that your I wasn't fault. there when she died. I was like, well, I'm trying to get fucking meds for her because you're not doing it, you piece of shit. So uh, obviously this is all Andrew's fault. And his dad's like, I need you to apologize or something. He's like, you got to apologize. And he starts screaming and you can hear Andrew's heart monitor starting to speed up. Beep, beep, beep. So, uh, and I didn't think about it until it cut back to the security footage here in a second. But who's filming this? Well, yeah, I, I, I considered that too. He, he probably has his camera. Yeah, has his camera in there. And it's like on the table facing him. I know you can hear me. So I want you to sit up right now. And apologize to me. You selfish, selfish asshole. Yeah, right, Dad. This I'm is your selfish fault. one. You fuck. You did- and then it cuts the security footage, right? So the dad's standing over the bed screaming at Andrew. Do you hear me? Your mother is dead, and it is your fault! Yeah. All right, so that's on there what you're hearing. So the dad, like, is angry, gesturing, and pointing. It's pointing your fault, hard. Your fault. And he's pointing hard, and as his hand comes down, Andrew catches it. Eyes open. And then it eyes open, and it cuts to security footage, and the entire side of the building opens up, and his dad gets sucked right out. <laughs> he fucking blows the side of the building out. It's pretty fucking cool. Um. So, yeah, now we cut to a birthday party. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's a weird transition from what we just saw. Uh, little kid blowing on cake, which also makes me think of this. That's a weird tradition we have. Here's this cake. Why don't you spit on it, and then we'll serve it to people. <laughs> Isn't that fucking weird? And maybe it's like after a year of, I don't know, mask thinking, because I never thought about it before, but it's like... Not every time you blow... Well, here, I mean, this. For, well, kid, well <laughs> kids are... I mean, I think it's a bad idea for kids, but grown-ups, I think, or adults know how to... Blow without, yeah. Without I don't know. It's just it's weird spitting. that you're gonna blow on something and then hand it around to people. Yeah, it's pretty shitty, a weird tradition. It is. Uh, I'm sure there's other ways of just get everybody their own cupcake or something, or just say happy birthday and we can all cut up the same cake. But I don't need to fucking blow spittle yeah, we, all yeah, over it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Don't do the don't do the full cake thing where they have to blow the cake. Yeah. Or even no, you know what? You could have regular cake, square cakes, but you cut them up. Everyone has their own slice. And then we do it. We do it from there. Everyone has their own slice of cake. Yeah. And then the birthday. The kid birthday gets, cake gets the candle that you blow out on your own fucking piece. There you go. Cut it up first. Problem solved. Problem solved. That's right. Got it. That's what we're doing next birthday party. Okay. So solving now, problems here in the rewatch party. Now, why are we at a birthday party after we just blew up a hospital? Well, that's because the some relative of the girl that Matt's banging, the female that also carries a camera everywhere. Uh, is it like her younger brother or something? The girl who carries a camera everywhere? The Casey, the girl that had the camera earlier. She's just a blogger. Right, but the girl, that car- she also carried the camera, and that's why Andrew was like, oh, I met someone at the party at the beginning of the movie, and Matt's hooking up with her. But that's why there's a camera here, and we're seeing the birthday party, because Casey carries a camera around everywhere right, also. Right, yeah. Anywhere that there's going to be footage, they're going to act like they can pick it up and right. use it in this movie. Yeah. So... They're at this birthday party. Uh, I don't know if it's her younger brother, somebody in her family. Like he's with, he's there with her as her boyfriend at this family birthday thing. Okay. Uh, and then his nose starts bleeding again, and he's like, "Oh shit!" And he's like, runs and finds like paper towels. And he's trying to clean it up, but we, as the viewers, know what that means. And he does too. Andrew's up to some shit. He's like, "All right, mm. 
All right. And there's a news report comes on the TV. A bomb has gone off at the hospital. And Matt goes out to their car. One of the newer VW bugs, those pieces of shit, <laughs> those fucking little fart bubble looking things. And Casey jumps in right along for filming purposes, of course. Uh, so we get to the scene of this crime and Andrew's just flying around. He's got his dad dangling and then just drops him. So that's the end of dad. He just pulls it again, a bright burn, just fucking lets him go, drops him to the street. So, but Matt flies up and Matt catches does him. fly up and catches the dad. That's right. That's not the end of dad. Damn it. He saves the, the dad. dad. And, uh, they, it's also the reason why, uh, Andrew's so pissed off at Matt too. Cause you saved my dad, Holy you fuck. Shit. I was trying to kill him. Holy shit. Holy shit. All right. So then the, Matt brings dad back to the ground. They get in the car. Andrew's flying around. So they're in the car following him. Right. And this is where the movie really goes bonkers. Yes. Cause if it hasn't yet, right here is when it switches to fucking crazy town. So they're driving along, a helicopter comes spiraling out of control and crashes. Um, an officer is trying to talk to them, and suddenly he just gets whipped and flies away. Uh, the ca- their car is lifted up into the air and set up on the Space Needle. I was thinking he was going to impale it. Yeah, like, I thought so, too. Like in that movie Hancock, that, that been so uh, cool. Will Smith superhero movie. But no, he just sets it up there. Uh, and so he pulls Matt out of the car, Right. And then sends the car sliding off. So Matt leaves, and then we're inside because Casey has the camera, and it's like slowly sliding off the top of the space needle. And Matt gets free and flies down and saves Casey because he's obviously our hero, even though we've been following the villain. And I think that's another thing. Like, there hadn't been many movies where you follow the villain. Well, yeah, we should not have sympathy for... for people that do bad things. Right. Think and so it's like, you'll, you'll have the, the crew and one becomes a hero. One becomes the villain, but you always follow the hero. You don't ever like every, he's in almost every scene of this movie. This whole movie is Andrew, the villain. Right. So I, that was probably another reason I was like, this is fucking cool. Cause I don't know that that had really been done. Um, so Matt's flying around. He's having to save everybody. Cause Andrew's just fucking everything up. So now we've got like helicopter news footage and, uh, and the, the reporter in the helicopter is like, I don't know how to describe this, but it looks like... And then it gets cut off, probably because he destroys that helicopter. But we do see the two of them floating in the air, toe-to-toe, very Dragon Ball Z style. And he's also... Uh, all the people that were in the Space Needle filming, this is why we have a bunch of this footage. Oh, right, right, right. He pulls... He, like, pulls all of their phones and cameras and stuff out, and so they're all floating around to them so mm-hmm. that we can get multiple angles of this, of this showdown. Uh, so... Again, cool. Just just a little thing that we're doing to to give ourselves freedom of, and none of them are like cell phone quality. It's all like HD camera quality. Yeah, right. The only time you see like a different type of camera, it's when they're like in the helicopter and they're doing the zooms and shit. Yeah, but uh, Matt's trying to talk to him, like I, trying to talk him down, which he's been trying to do for the since the beginning of the movie, and it's never worked. But I mean, what else are you gonna do? And uh, Andrew's like, "Nope, I'm stronger than everyone. You're all weak." You're all weak. And he's 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 full You're on lost his mind. He's I'm an apex predator. Oh well fuck. So yeah, as he's still trying to talk sense, all of a sudden out of nowhere, blammo, you get blindsided by a fucking bus. <laughs> a goddamn bus comes out of nowhere. <laughs> like it's like Final Destination. Remember that? When that person yeah. stepped off the curb and got hit by the bus, except in the air somehow. So that's crazy. 
Uh, Andrew lands roughly on this rooftop, throws up a little bit. Uh, Matt flies in and tackles him into a hotel. And then it cuts to the hotel security as that happens, which is pretty cool. Nice little editing trick there. Very cool. Um, it is cool. Like, there are a few times where you're like, eh, I don't know about the camera in this. But for the most part, like, they, they, they do work it out pretty well. I like it. So now uh, we're back on the street. We get the dash cam of a cop car racing up, but then it flips, and we see it flipping because he throws the... Yeah, it's like racing at them, and he fucking flips the cop car out of the way. Um, they're flying through buildings. They're throwing cars at each other. Like, this is full-on superhero craziness, and it's it's like it's very, cool. dra- very Dragon Ball Z, and why we couldn't get a good live-action Dragon Ball Z movie when... This is essentially what this is. Just give us a goddamn Goku movie, fucking Hollywood. Um, but yeah, like launching cars, like just like throwing a rock or something. It's it's pretty fucking cool. Um, Andrew, well, he tries to dodge something, but ends up flying into like a street lamp and falls to the ground. And he's down there, so the cops surround him. And uh, Matt's like, no, 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 don't shoot, don't shoot, don't shoot, like. I can help. I can do this. I can do this. Don't shoot. But, uh, it, so Andrew's like on the ground trying to get up and Matt has his hands up in the air trying to stop the cops. And they shoot one of Matt's fingers off. Yep. And well, now you done pissed off Andrew again. So he rage fucking throws his arms up and all of the cop cars, everything in the street just goes flying and flips over. Uh, basically a big telekinetic Hulk smash is what he does there. And now we're flying more, going through more fucking buildings, just mass chaos everywhere. Uh, crash landing, got more cops around. Andrew gets up. Matt's like, dude, don't, don't hurt him. Don't, don't, please don't do it. And uh, no, he's, he's, he's full on berserker. There's, there's no saving. Yeah, he's beyond. He's beyond saving. Uh, and, hot committed. And, you know, he's like, don't make me do this. What he screamed, Andrew, don't make me do this. Don't make me do this. But uh, what Andrew doesn't know is there's this big statue of a Native American with a spear right there. So as Andrew's about to like, I don't know what, what his move here is, but he's definitely powering up. Again, this is Dragon Ball Z. He's like charging up his spirit bomb or he's ready to fucking go nuclear here. Well, everyone starts yeah. shooting at him because they confirm shoot to kill. And he's holding up a fucking barrier, and then all the bullets are stopping in front of him, and he just fucking pushes all the cops one more time, and then that's another when the another huge Hulk telekinetic Hulk Van thing. Van Dam did that, right? Yeah, that's right. That's what that whole was about. That's what Van Dam was doing. Yeah, that's him deflecting bullets. Um, yeah, super rage screaming. Don't make me do this. Don't make me do this. And he fucking gets the spear from the statue and sends it down and impales Andrew. footage but yeah so that's when he notices the spear yeah he sent it down sends the spear down and fucking right through him he's like even has him off the ground he's like fucking up in the air hanging on this which would be like literally impossible because he was standing on the ground, he yeah. was already standing, and if it goes through him, there would be no angle that would go. Unless that he would... was floating, and they didn't, we didn't see that. Unless it went down a little bit and like shifted, and then lifted yeah. him up. That's one way it would have worked. I guess it could have, but yeah, he's just uh, hanging there, limp and lifeless That's on right. this giant spear. 
uh, and the cops come in. They're like closing in on everything, and Matt's like laying there. And he just whoop. stands up suddenly and just whoop, flies off. Sweet Superman move. exit. That's awesome. And then he flies around. We're flying around the world. We're just going through clouds, flying everywhere. It's all peaceful, and he ends up on this mountaintop doing his video diary. Hey, look, Andrew, we finally made it to Tibet. And there's like a Tibetan little ca- temple. little temple there. And he's like, yeah. look, buddy, we did it. We I got you it. to Tibet. We even fucking I, did it. Even though I had to fucking kill you because you were trying to kill the world. Ignorant. No, that's just ignorant. Um, so yeah, that we, he gets he gets to the bed. I don't know what happened with him and Casey. I don't well, know what happened. Doesn't, with, yeah, doesn't matter. He just left his camera there. Is what happened. Yeah, and walked away. So that's the end of Andrew's journey. Since Andrew was the camera. Yeah, Andrew was the camera. I, of course it was, and that's it. All right. That's well, a, that's the that's our movie. Rewatch my rewatch uh, rating. <laughs> I've seen I've seen this movie before. I knew the concept of it before going in and rewatching it, and it hasn't been. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen it. It's surprisingly sort of good. I think <laughs> surprisingly <laughs> sort of good. What I mean is that I don't I don't completely hate it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And I think it's it's kind of fun because of the magic thing. I, I think that's kind of what got me into watching it in the first place because I thought that was a cool thing. Um, yeah. I think it's a good movie. The name Chronicle is sort of weird. We should have something more to do with yeah, like the actual story. Because like, I'm guessing he's because he's, he's him and Casey both are chronicling chronic, their lives exactly. via video diary. But it doesn't say. I don't know. You need something that alludes to what is going to happen with it. It's yeah, just like in last week's uh, episode with the Children of Men. Yeah, kind of should get points away from that, but it really doesn't. Maybe a little bit. This is a light. Rewatch, light rewatch. <laughs> so I would rewatch this and not okay. not hate it. All right, perfect. I decided to do a uh, a little experiment for the show and not watch the yeah. movie. Yeah, so this means would base you... my rating off of y'all's interpretation. Okay, of it. now on our interpretation, would you not only watch but rewatch? How about that? <laughs> <laughs> gotta so, do both. Uh, well, no. uh, so we're gonna. I'm gonna hold true to what uh, last week what Carlos said for rewatchability. If you would take pleasure in watching this again, okay. Um, I think the first time hearing you guys break it down, yeah, I, th- I think I could get, get drawn into the storyline and be entertained by it. However, watching it again, probably not really. Probably a one and done just to yeah. see what it's about. Yeah. Curious yeah. enough to see it, but. I doubt there's going to be anything that's going to draw me back to want more. Right, right. To rewatch it. So it's going to get a no. <laughs> we'll, we'll put an asterisk by it yeah. for whenever we hire our um our person to come yeah, in yeah. and chronicle uh, all of this. Wikipedia story and make sure you asterisk that one. Yeah. Uh so for me, like definitely rewatchable, but I don't know, it's not a if I'm laying around, I don't I don't want to put this on. But anytime I watch it, I'm like, fuck, this is awesome. Well, you don't want to watch it because there's a lot of other things you'd rather watch. Um, but it's not something that you would hate to have to watch. Yeah, you I mean, put it on eventually. If there are people like it, I just don't feel it's something. I don't know. Bloodsport. If I'm if I'm lying around and I got an hour and a half to kill and put Bloodsport <laughs> on, you know, like I could watch that by myself with a crowd of people. Doesn't matter. This one, it would, it would like I just would feel there would need to be people around and be like, hey, this is a cool fucking movie. You know, like I'd always be down for it, but it's. I don't know. I'm not just. I'm not going to kill an afternoon by watching Chronicle by myself. It, it wouldn't be something that would come to my mind for that. But like 
definitely highly rewatchable in a in a group setting, especially if there's someone who hasn't seen it. But you know, you can sit around and kill some beers and watch Chronicle, watch these high school kids get corrupted by their own power, and go, God damn, I wish I could move traffic with my hand. What I think it's fun about it is that it's it makes the superhero thing or a special abilities more right. realistic and uh, put it in yeah. more of a real it's world like life. More thing. grounded instead of here are these super guys that are super muscular and ultimate morals and all this like shit that's like Superman. He had to come from another planet, but that it's complete fantasy and completely detached. And this like makes it air quote possible or real because the one supernatural thing is that they came across something that's weird and it gave them powers. That's all yeah. you know, but they don't instantly have them. They've had to learn to use them. Yeah. And uh, they, the guy even says it, we think of it as like a muscle. That's yeah. why we're getting stronger is because we're using it more and we're able to do things with it better. And mm-hmm. uh, that's, what's cool about this. Uh, yeah. I like that. It grounds it and it explains it more and it makes it, it makes it more relatable uh, attainable, I guess, if you found a glowing alien orb under the ground. But also, the way that they like do pranks to people, like yeah, that's what right. kids would do with Absolute, power, right? Hell, that's what I would do as a forty-year-old man. I would do that <laughs> shit. Like this isn't just for kids. If I could do shit like that, you bet your ass I'd be in parking lots moving people's cars. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Uh, so yeah, a weird sort of half-assed three-way th- rewatch, I guess. Maybe we'll figure that out when we mark it on Wikipedia. It's at least two out of three right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So find us on the Twitter. Rewatch underscore the. You can email us at therewatchparty at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought about this. You know, have you ever been sitting in traffic wishing you could just bust that truck right off the road? Let us know. Uh, join us next week as we defeat Medusa. And also there's a weird owl robot thing in Clash of the Titans. Until then, I'm Nick with Los and Brandon, and thanks for rewatching. A movie about Andrew, Matt, and Steve. And it's not just a list of things that we've done in the past, but it's also a chronicling of our rise to power. Provide him with suitable weapons. Weapons of divine temper. A helmet, a shield, a sword. Find and fulfill your destiny. The myth. The magic, the mystery, the majesty. Destroy Argos! Let loose the last of the Titans. Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer presents Clash of the Titans. The good, the evil, the danger, the daring. How may a mortal man face and defeat the Kraken. Clash of the Titans. The combat. The courage. The splendor. The spectacle.
Clash of the Titans. Starring Harry Hamlin as Perseus, Judy Bowker as Andromeda, Burgess Meredith, Maggie Smith, Ursula Andress, Claire Bloom, Sean Phillips, Flora Robeson, and Florence Olivier as Zeus. Before history, beyond imagination, Clash of the Titans.